Welcome to the Fully Adored Podcast. I'm your host, Chansa Chakra, and I'm a life and relationship coach. Each week, I'm going to bring you my best advice, motivational insights, and inspiring expert conversations to help you feel empowered, align with your dream relationship in life, and totally ready in receiving what you desire most. It's time for you to be seen, be heard, and be deeply loved for exactly who you are. Now, let's begin. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm so happy that you tuned back in because this one is a very highly requested topic. It is all about setting boundaries while dating. And I get why it is so requested because A, without having boundaries, we're going to continuously find ourselves in tricky situations that either end up blowing up in our faces or B, we find ourselves staying in relationships where we feel so unmet, so unsafe, very unfulfilled. But the thing is, most of us haven't been taught what boundaries are or why they are needed. And somehow we started to think that our boundaries cause inconvenience for other people, particularly for the people that we are dating in this scenario. And it'll make them not like us. And oh my God, if I'm not liked, then I'm going to be rejected. And who wants to be rejected, right? And one of the things that I learned, this reminds me of, of what Tony Robbins says, that humans have two main fears. One is not feeling like they are enough, and two, they're afraid of not being loved. And if we believe that our boundaries would make us unlovable, then it's very understandable that why we keep on avoiding expressing our boundaries. If boundaries equal unlovableness, then I'm going to avoid that, right? And if we don't have a good enough reason as a why, then we should have boundaries. If they make other people leave us, well, then we have to first take a look at what happens when we don't have boundaries. But before going there, let me quickly define what the heck are boundaries when it comes to dating. Healthy boundaries during dating are taking personal responsibility for your emotions, knowing what are your must-haves in order to feel safe and content with your dating experience. Boundaries are not about other people respecting them, but it's all you. You have to know what they are, you have to express them, and you have to look for compatibility because it's not about forcing anyone to be able to meet them. And it's certainly not about you bending your own boundaries because it doesn't work for the other person. So I'm going to give you an example because I personally learn best by examples that I can relate to. So something that I've come across in my own dating life in the past, of course, and for my clients is about boundaries around sex. When to have sex? Is it after three dates, after three months, after being in an exclusive relationship? Well, we'll we'll have to see. Let's see. Let's say that you're a woman like myself who once she has sex, she starts to feel more attached to the guy. You find yourself thinking about him more, wanting to hear from him more. And you know this because you've observed yourself and tendencies in the past. And so you've seen that if you start having sex before there is an actual commitment, you start to want things from the guy when you haven't mutually decided that you're now in an actual relationship. 
You know, start to have relationship expectations while you're still not in a relationship. And so what usually happens is you start to overthink. You may start to act more needy with him, expecting more while he's not willing to. And then when he disappears on you, you start to feel used and taken advantage of. That's a clear indication of either not knowing what your boundary around sex is or that you didn't respect it because there were this underlying fears that said, if I don't have sex with him, he's going to lose interest in me. And I totally get that fear, but here's the thing. Every time we act out of fear, everything else that is gonna come after that as a result of that is also going to be fear-based. We, out of fear of losing a guy, might have sex with them, and then he doesn't call. The next day, more fear starts to creep up. What did I do wrong? Why is he not calling me? We try to make a connection, see him again. He sounds less than enthusiastic and more fear comes up. More insecurities come up. We start thinking he must think I'm too easy. He must think I'm desperate. And then the more we stew in that inner chatter, the worse we feel. Now, whether he ends up ghosting or maybe he even comes back, what I want you to look at is how your dating experience is feeling less than great because you chose fear of missing out over honoring your own boundary. Every single time we choose being liked over honoring what's true for us, what makes us feel good and protected, we end up feeling hurt, resentful, used, underappreciated, you name it. And we can't really blame anyone because people will only do what feels good to them. And it's not their responsibility to guess what our boundaries are and magically respect them. And of course, boundaries in dating isn't only sex, although sex is a big one, but when it comes to pacing, for example, pacing the relationship, when it comes to keeping in touch between dates, you know, you're seeing each other and then the next time you see each other is a week, how much you want to be in touch during those dates or how soon or late do you feel comfortable with introducing each other to your loved ones? How much space do you need? How do you want to be spoken to when you're having an argument? When it comes to keeping in touch with the past partners, what are your boundaries? These are all healthy boundaries and these are the things that you need to take personal responsibility for in knowing them and expressing them so you could see how he responds to it and whether or not there is compatibility. So right now I want you to ask yourself, when it comes to the relationship pace, what has worked for you in the past and what what hasn't worked? Have you, for example, jumped into an instant relationship after one date without really getting to know the person? And as time went by, you realized that, hey, my core needs, the core things that I want in this relationship aren't being met. Or have you stayed in a situation that for months and months and months you were seeing someone, but they were very reluctant to put a label on the relationship and it's more like, What's wrong with just having fun right now? What's wrong with what we have? Why should we put a label on it? I want you to reflect back and take a look at your relationship patterns and see if the pace 
felt good and right, or perhaps you see that it's important to get to know a person over a certain period of time, perhaps two, three months, so you could get to know them more and more before deciding that there is enough compatibility, your values align, your relationship goals are the same. So now it is safe for you to stop seeing other people and explore a more serious relationship with this one person or that you're not comfortable for just dating and being physically intimate with a man for months and months without being in an exclusive relationship. What pace feels right for you? And when you decide what that is, then it's certainly something that you're going to want to express to them. If a guy after the first meeting tells you, oh, you know, I'm taking my online dating profile down because I only want to see you and that's not your truth you could say to him thanks for letting me know and i just wanted to be clear when it comes to deciding that what i need is to get to know a person better over time for me what feels good is to continue to spend time together so we can share more of our likes dislikes values and if we are a match before deciding that i'm going to stop seeing other people does that work for you And notice that you don't have to say, my boundary is this and that. You really don't ever have to use the term boundary when you express them. But what you want to pay attention to is, firstly, when you express it, how does he handle it? Does he respect it? Or does he try to push for what he wants? And respecting it doesn't mean he has to agree with it. He could very well say, thanks for letting me know, but that doesn't work for me. And that's absolutely okay. There's nothing wrong with him and there's certainly nothing wrong with you. It's always about finding compatibility. It's not about making another person compatible with us. And that's the second one. The second thing is finding compatibility. So one How does he handle your request? How does he handle your boundary? Does he respect it or does he push? Or B, is there compatibility? You know, whether he likes it or not, is there compatibility? Do do you both mutually agree that this works for both of you? I'll address the other side of it as well because I know so many women go through a dating situation that doesn't progress into an exclusive relationship. And again, I want you to take a look after how long of dating and knowing a person do you wish to consider an exclusive relationship? And while dating, you want to express to your date something along the lines that says, you know, I want to share with you what my desires are when it comes to relationships. It's important to me to date with the purpose of finding a partner who wants a future with me. And so I'm looking for someone who wants the same and their and their relationship goal is to be in a long-term partnership. You could say marriage if that's what you want. And I wanted to know if we are on the same page. What do you think? You see how this isn't forceful. It's not about, hey, do you want to be my boyfriend? Do you want to marry me? It's about having this to, to consider and see if you have the same values when it comes to how you look at relationships and your relationship outlooks. This is what's going to save you a lot of time, a lot of heartbreak. It's going to give you clarity and it's getting the assumption out of the equation. If I was to say what's the number one thing, one reason that people are not in the relationships that they want is because they assume instead of having clear, honest, and loving communications. 
The same goes for other healthy boundaries that you may have. How much contact do you want in between dates? Are you a woman who needs regular contact in between dates in order for you to feel good and attracted to someone? Share that. Do you feel overwhelmed and smothered if he wants to see you five days a week all the time that you have off he wants to see you? Lovingly share that too. Hey, I'm so glad that you enjoy spending time with me and I do too. And when it comes to dating, I am someone who needs a bit more space in between days so I can process or I can regroup. What would feel amazing to me is to see each other twice a week. Would that work for you? Again, no drama. No doing something that you don't like and not labeling someone needy and cutting them out without actually stating what you want. Share it, express it lovingly and see if it works or if it doesn't. A really big boundary for single moms is when do you feel comfortable introducing a man to your kids? What do you need to see in order to feel safe and convinced that now is an appropriate time for me to introduce him to my kids. You want to get very clear on that. Uh, what are the things that you need to see and feel? And during your dating process, make sure that you again share it with him. Something like I really enjoy our time together and I want to know when it comes to introducing a man to my kids, I need to feel, for example, that we have the same values and we have the same relationship outlook or that we are talking marriage before I would introduce a man to my kids. Would that work for you? So always come from a place of this is what I like. This is what I need. Is this something that you like to do as well? It's a lot more done with ease and love when we are not coming close. Is this convenient for you? Is this something that you're going to say yes to or you're not going to say yes to? So I'm going to bend and shape it based on what you say is okay and what you what would be okay for you and you would continue seeing me if it's not, then I'm just going to change it. I don't mean it. You want to be fierce you and you want to be non-demanding. And you also want to be very respectful of your own boundaries. And the right man for you will, of course, honor and respect that. There's nothing harsh about being, setting boundaries when you're letting a person know, hey, this is how I can feel amazing in my relationship. Here is my blueprint. Instead of let's leave everything up to chance. No, let's be adults. Let's talk about what's important to us. What do we need? And let's see if you're a good match. And honestly, dating with the purpose of finding your long-term partner is all about finding your right match. It's not about getting the person who has nothing in common with you, a guy who just wants a casual fling, to now be molded into someone who you want them to be a commitment-oriented man. No, it's about you knowing who you are, you honoring what you need in order to have a joyful dating experience, sharing it, and see if the person in front of you wants the same things as you or not. If it's a yes, great. If it's not a yes, that's also great. You get to move on to the next and to the next until you find the one that is your match. Of course, there is such a thing as poor boundaries that if 
you know, right now you're bumping into or you are dating someone who has them, I want you to be aware of them. A poor boundary is when it comes to trying to control someone to soothe your own deep-rooted insecurities or your fears that you haven't dealt with them or healed them. So for example, I don't want a man who hangs out with his friends without me. Or I don't like when he has lunch with his female colleagues at work. Or I don't like that his time with his kids are non-negotiable. No, these are not boundaries. These are fear-based demands that are coming from a place of lack of trust. A lack of trust that says, I don't trust that if he goes out with his friends, you know, he would be faithful to me. Or every woman is a threat to me. Or that you're competing with a man's kids for his attention. And if that's the case, I hear that these fears may feel really strong in you. And I've certainly been there myself. But the solution in these scenarios isn't controlling a person. It's about going to the root cause of what do you need to work on to create more trust in your relationship? What fears do you need to overcome when it comes to feeling enough? Remember what I said in the beginning, whenever we act out of fear, everything that follows after it is going to be fear-based. And fear and love are two completely vibrations on two ends of a spectrum. So you can't possibly harvest love when you plant the seed of fear. When it comes to boundaries, my loves, your body always tells you what they are. When something feels like a no, when it's a no, your body feels closed off. It shuts down. It feels tense. And when you ignore it, you keep on saying yes to what's a no for you. And the, in the long run, it makes you feel unsafe. It makes you feel like you can't trust yourself and you can't trust yourself to do right by you. So it isn't for you to understand what happens when you override what's honoring to you. That you do that to keep a person pleased with you so they could love you and stay with you and not reject you and healthy relationships don't function that way. In order to attract and keep a relationship loving, blissful, harmonious, two people have to come from a place of, hey, this is me. This is all of me. These are the things that are okay with me and this is what's not okay with me. Does that work for you? Is there a way that we can do this dance without stepping on each other's toes and hurting each other? What are the things that we both need in order for us to enjoy this dance instead of flailing and hanging on tightly, doing things out of fear just so we could avoid being what we have decided is rejection? It's funny how we confuse not being compatible with being rejected. Thinking just because two people don't have the same needs, same values, same relationship goals, it means there is something wrong with one of them. It's like saying if someone's favorite color is blue and mine is red and I can't convince the other person to love red more than blue, then it means there is something wrong with me. There isn't. There really isn't. Don't confuse being compatible or incompatible for that matter with being rejected, my loves. It's not the same thing. Your job is to find the one who is compatible with you. And the only way to do it is for you to share what's true for you and be open to hear their truth. 
when you continue doing that, when you focus to find the one that meets your needs and you can meet theirs happily, I guarantee you that you'll find yourself in a relationship where you are loved, you're honored, you're seen and heard for exactly who you are. All right, my loves, that's it for today. I hope this episode gave you more of a permission, not that you need my permission, but more encouragement to really get to know yourself and find out what your boundaries are so you could express them with the purpose of finding the right person for you. If you think this episode could help someone else, I would be so, so grateful if you share it on social media and tag me on Fully Adored. And I can't wait to hear what your biggest takeaways are. So make sure that you share them with me so I can celebrate you and give you more of the things that you want. I love and adore you so much. And until next time, remember that you deserve to be seen heard and loved exactly for who you are i hope you enjoyed this episode and if you found it helpful it would mean so much to me if you share it with someone that you think needs it if you share it on instagram make sure to tag me at fully adored so i can connect with you and get to know you better and to get notified for the next episode be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it i love you so much and until next time remember that you deserve to be loved for exactly who you are